Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Happy Sunday morning, everyone. It is Victory Sunday in Columbus, Tim. It is 12.05 as we talk. AM yeah. on the East Coast as we talk. And just about an hour and a half ago, Ohio State 21, Notre Dame 10. Ryan Day made sure to remind everyone that was number five, Notre Dame 10, Ohio State 21, number two, Ohio State. Um, but the bottom line, Tim, is that Ohio State is 1-0 after a sellout, raucous crowd uh, really helped them, and the defense oh, will, yeah. willed them, and then an offense powered them to yes. a 1-0 record, a win over a top-five opponent, and the first win in year four under Ryan Day, the first win under Jim Knowles as the head coach of the defense. Um, there's not a lot of ways to split this, Tim. It doesn't always have to be impressive, especially against good teams. Um, the Buckeyes are 1-0, and that's that's – basically what the, the message is coming out of this one. Yeah, your point is winning doesn't have to be pretty. First half, it wasn't pretty and they weren't winning. <laughs> uh, second half got a little prettier as it went along there in that mid mid stretch from the middle of the third quarter to the end. But uh, I'll tell you what still stands out to me as we're standing here about 45 minutes after the game got over was that last drive for a touchdown, 95 yards. Trevion Henderson got it going. There were some great pass plays in there by C.J. Stroud, especially on a wheel route. Uh, Mayan Williams ran a wheel route up the sideline. C.J. got flushed out of the pocket just when he was ready to launch it. Ran back and hits Mayan Williams on the sidelines, who came back for the ball. A very instinctive play for a uh, for a football player, and uh, makes the and keeps that drive going. And then right on down the line, then it was Mayan Williams left. Mayan Williams right. Mayan Williams up the gut. It's hard to say that three times. But what I'm getting to here is. What was one of the things that 
that uh, Ryan Day wanted to fix on his football team was the toughness factor, the competitive stamina. It, this is the fourth quarter. They get down there, they get to the two-yard line, and suddenly Enoch Vimahi and Josh Fryer run into the game. Suddenly they've got seven offensive linemen on the field to score that last touchdown to really salt the game away with Mike Williams going the last two yards. But that's what stood out is we didn't see anything close to what we thought we were going to see going into this game. But as, as Ryan Day pointed out, it was still a victory over the number five team in the country by 11 points. And Tim, one of the most interesting things to me is we came into this game, everyone came into this game saying, if Notre Dame's going to win, Notre Dame needs to muck this game up and really make it a, a messy, you know, uh, ground and pound environment and, and hold on to the ball. Well, guess what? The other, the other side of that coin was, this is an Ohio State team that all of a sudden can now do the exact same thing and compete and really put the game away. Yeah. Because Ohio State was not winning when it was passing the ball. Ohio State was not winning when it was doing what we saw from Ohio State last year. Ohio State was not winning this game. And when Ohio State decided that it was Ohio State's turn to be the bully, Ohio State won the game. Yeah. And you, it didn't matter what Notre Dame had in store on that 95-yard touchdown drive defensively. Ohio State was scoring a touchdown on the ground. That was happening. Yeah. And when you know that you're running it, the guy on the other side knows you're running it, and you run it, and you run it well, that's when you know that you're a tough team. And, you know, there's a lot of things that they didn't prove in this game, but that's one thing. You're not going to question this team's toughness. No, either. Ryan Day was, was emphatic about getting this team going from a toughness running the ball factor. And what you think about is that third and two in the first half when they didn't get it done, got stuffed, and you're going, okay, wait, that was a point of emphasis in the uh, all the offseason and stuff, and wow, they didn't pass the first test. Then, boom, on that, especially on that last touchdown drive, they did. But three guys really stood out to me tonight, besides C.J. Stroud really getting it going in the second half. Uh, the three guys were at Mecca. Yeah. The three guys were at Mecca Buka. Uh, fans are just walking by waving at us. Emeka Igbuka, obviously, stepping in, stepping up, with the, with uh, Jackson Smith having to leave the game with some type of malady. We're not clear on exactly what that was yet, but it was after a big hit on the sidelines. Emeka uh, Igbuka stepped up, and I think he had like nine catches or whatever it was. Nine he had a touchdown, touchdown catch. But as I asked C.J. Stroud in the postgame, with this other guy standing next to him, who is Xavier Johnson? Explain who Xavier Johnson is. And then Xavier Johnson also explained who he was. Uh, wow. I'm not sure anybody woke up this morning thinking Xavier Johnson was going to be a big star in this game, opening game, victory, uh, fifth straight victory over Notre Dame, but he was. Tim, I think Xavier. He scores the go-ahead touchdown. I think Xavier Johnson earned a middle name in both South Bend and Columbus. It's a, it's a word that we can't use here. It starts with F. Yeah. But he's going to forever be known as Xavier something Johnson yeah. because that's one of those guys, uh, you know, this is a, 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 not a dead rivalry, but like a, you know, a, a sleep rivalry at all times. So Notre Dame and Ohio State don't like each other. And when you, when Notre Dame is a big underdog coming into Columbus and has Ohio State on the ropes, and then you has get- Has their number one receiver out of the game. And then you get beat by Xavier Johnson, of all people. Right, um, a simple post cut. That's the same post cut we've seen a Ryan Day offense score on so many times. It doesn't matter who you run it with, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Mecca Buka, Xavier Johnson. Xavier Johnson, I'm going to write about this uh, early Sunday morning. People can watch, can read it on lettermanroad.com because it's too late right now to be opening up stories. He had one of the great minutes in Ohio State football history, catching that 24-yard pass, or no, excuse me, catching that shorter pass than 24 yards for the first down on that drive in the very next play, running that post cut. 
and uh, breaking wide open and CJ Stroud laying it right in there perfectly. And then after the uh, point after attempt on the kickoff, he makes the tackle on the kickoff. Yeah. Aren't, there aren't very many people in history who have done that little, uh, that little, tri that little uh, what do you want to call it, triple threat or uh, trifecta. And boy, he made it look, he made it look easy. And then of course, after the game, uh, he gave, speaking of faith, he gave all, all glory to God. I mean, yeah. continually. C.J. Stroud did too. These guys are motiva motivated by different things. They draw strength from, from different areas. Some players do, but clearly his uh, faith has helped him from a walk-on, sticking it out. What is he, like a fifth-year player now? or Scho whatever? Yeah. Give, give, to earn a scholarship. Graduate, yeah, to earn, earns a scholarship. And then to have a moment in a game that was so ballyhooed, so huge to get this team off to the right start, uh, number two versus number five, and he has to go ahead touchdown catch. That's crazy. So we've talked so much about this offense now, Tim. Let, let's let's praise the defense. My and call. I, I will say, let's praise the defense. It's not a, a Homer thing. This is not a calm down, Spencer. That defense kicked. Um, another word we can't use on this show. Tonight. Rear end. Yeah. You can use rear end um, every day of the week. So I will tell you this, Tim. And I know that you can say, well, if you take this away, if you take that away, if you take away the first play of the game, that was just a missed tackle that led to a field goal. And on a third and two, the well, a missed tackle followed by, by yeah. a penalty also on the same play. Yeah, but then the, another drive, a third and two that turns into a miracle, five bobble catch on your back for a first down that turns into a touchdown drive. If that miracle bobble play doesn't happen, yeah, and but, that first play, but this is a defense that other than two plays really, really played well. Yeah. And that, the progress, I don't even want to compare it to last year. Because it was literally night and day. And that's not exaggeration at all. The things that you saw from this defense tonight, whether it was Jack Sawyer standing up, Lathan Ransom you know, laying the wood on Michael Mayer uh, on a third down to keep Notre Dame from, from, from moving the chains. Um, Mike Hall from the interior, a defensive pass rush and defensive run stuffing that simply was not there. Um, the only thing I could think about every time Audric Estime touched the ball was last year in this building, a Notre Dame or a, an Oregon running back getting the ball from about the 20 yard line on the first first drive of the second half and just taking it 80 yards untouched for a touchdown. And that not only didn't happen tonight, that had no chance of ever happening there tonight. There was one play that, that, that she thought had a chance and then three Buckeyes tackled the guy around it, left end, guy just exploded. And but three Buckeyes were there instead of one flailing at him. Three Buckeyes were there. That's the Jim Knowles system, man. You're going to have some plays occasionally get out of the gate, but boom, you still have guys getting the ball, keeping leverage, making a play. And I, I can, I shook his hand as he was leaving Jim Knowles when he's leaving the uh, the stadium a while ago, just because I thought for what they've done over la the last eight months to see it come to fruition tonight after that ridiculous start, the missed tackle that gets that gets Notre Dame going. You're going, oh no, I've seen this play before. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm talking about play as in Shakespeare. Uh, but boom, they, they they stiffened and and held them to a field goal, and that was that was as key as anything else that happened tonight. But Mike Hall, you're right. Mike Hall made two great two great tackles for losses or two great tackles back to back after that big play, forced him to a field goal, and you got what you got. I mean, and Lathan Ransom. I mean, who was? Jim knows talking about the last several times we talked to him. Lathan, Lathan Ransom. Ransom this, Lathan Ransom that, and occasionally sprinkle with a little Mike Hall. Those you are know? the guys that make the plays. Yeah, so, the guys that are 
busting their butt in practice showed up in the game, and that's the way it ought to be. Tommy Eichenberg also played extremely oh, yeah. well. Um, he's much faster, much more physical than people give him credit for. Um, I'm just going to say, guys, that's not like tough Moreland running around there. That that isn't that is a very good athletic linebacker. He 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 can get it done. Yeah. He, he was running sideline to sideline chasing guys. He he's really good, and I think you're going to continue to see that play out this season. I thought he had a great game. Uh, I, I'm not going to discount what Teron Vincent did on the interior. Oh no, uh, but I'm just talking about guys. No, that, you know, yeah, we could but, name the whole defense because they only gave up ten points, zero points in the second half. That's but. That's what you have to do to win football games. I like, you know, I like to give some credit That's to some of the guys. That's what you have to do to win any sport game. I, I like some of the guys who I thought stood out, other than the the obvious. And so, Teron Vincent, Tommy Eichenberg, um, I'll even give Denzel Burke some credit. Um, Lorenzo Styles is, is a good player, and Cameron Brown and, and Denzel Burke, I thought did a pretty decent job on him. Yes. Um, Hey, so, they're going to hit some plays. See, when you throw the ball up a few times, you're going to hit some plays. That's that's the point that people have to keep in mind now. Except for like a really lesser opponent, you're rarely ever just going to shut a team down like Notre Dame that has some talent. That may be the best tight end in the country. I think you would agree with that even tonight. And a few times they got him isolated one-on-one instead of having a little bracket action going, which is on that last big play when he had a shot. You know, you saw Steel Chambers come out there and kind of break up that play. They had a nice bracket there, but earlier earlier in the night, you look up and they've got him one-on-one with Cam Brown, and he beats Cam Brown for like a 17-yard gain, catch and run out on the, on the edge. They're gonna hit some plays like that. The key is don't let them get to the end zone. And that's what this team did, I think, best of all tonight was they kept them out of the end zone. Yeah, and you know, there was except also- Except for once. Except for once, and uh, that was a drive where I, you know, I, again, I'll come out and say it. Ohio State started to play some depth. Uh, there were some of the twos out there uh, just to get some different guys in there. And what happens? Notre Dame marches down the field and I think 80-some odd yards, I think 87 yards and scores a touchdown. Uh, when the first team was in there, Tim, this was as lights out of a defensive performance as we've seen since 2019 from this uh, group. Um, there's still obviously some things to fix, some things to correct, some things to, to get better at. And now Ohio State can turn the page to a two-game stretch that really shouldn't be an issue, but but can can pre present some ways for this defense to continue to get better and for CJ Stroud to fine-tune things with some receivers not named Jackson Smith and Jigbo because yeah. that seemed to be an issue tonight. The chemistry was a little off. Uh, Arkansas State and Toledo. Arkansas State scored 58 points this tonight, um, but but it was not against anybody like this Ohio State hey, Notre Dame team. They're gonna have a plan though. Yeah, yeah, and so maybe we shouldn't discount them, but. Uh, now, now Ohio State heads into a two-week stretch before the Wisconsin game at the end of this month. Um, I'll also give a little bit of credit to him before we get out of here because it's, it's simply just late and we kind of want to go home. Uh, no, this, no. I'm, I could sit here all night well, talking about yeah, this game. You know what I'm this, saying. They, this beat Notre Dame for the fifth straight time. Uh, Notre Dame took a 2-0 lead in this series back in 35 and 36. Ohio State came back and won two straight in 95 and 96. Then they played two bowl games. Ohio State clearly won, won those handily just like they won the other two games. And they won tonight, as, as Ryan Day reiterated several times before he talked about the slow start, they were playing the number five team in the country tonight and they beat them by 11 points. You can hang your head on that, especially with the way this defense played tonight. So I would not discount this at all. And I could oh. talk about it a long time. I mean, from the, oh, I know you're not. I, I'm just, but I just like the, the energy of the defensive front, for example. I like the fact Cody Simon got back in there and was playing extremely hard. A guy that didn't get to play in the Rose Bowl because of a shoulder situation. Lathan Ransom suffered a broken double compound fracture, I think, in, a, in his lower leg in the Rose Bowl. He's out here tonight balling. I mean, just playing like he has been playing for three years here. As, as, 
as uh, Jim Noe said, he was triggering. He could see the forest for the trees and he was going after it with his chainsaw. I mean, it was really fun to watch. Yeah, and uh, one other thing that I'll give credit for, like I said, before we get out of here. Do you like that line, forest for the trees? Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. I, with I, the bus, uh, with the chainsaw? I, there's a lot of metaphors to be had here, Tim. Yes. Uh, there's also a lot of people in this in this stadium. I'm critical of Ohio Stadium at times, uh, especially for you know sleepy noon games, things like that. Uh, this crowd was incredible tonight. Um, yes. The celebrities were out. The stars were out. Um, so many recruits in the building. We'll have full coverage of that at LettermanRoad.com. Uh, but 106,000 some odd people um, were very very loud in this building tonight and uh, a little bit of a hat tip to the Ohio State fans for making it happen. Ryan Day called on them on Thursday and they answered the call. So Yes, um, and uh, you're saying Matt Parker's going to have oh, some pretty good coverage of the uh, recruiting situation? Great you're coverage of the intimating. recruiting situation. We'll have some photos online. Definitely have some Buckeye leaves to give out. Uh, but I think that's going to do it for now on the video here. Inside the Horseshoe is Ohio State, number two Ohio State, 21, number five Notre Dame, 10. Uh, Tim and I will have full coverage on the site on Letterman Row. Come check us out on the YouTube channel. Subscribe there. Uh, the message board, the Letterman Lounge, we're always having a good time in there answering any, any subscriber questions. Uh, we will see you back in here next Saturday at noon for Ohio State, Arkansas State. We'll have full coverage of that all week long leading into it at LettermanRow.com. We'll see you there. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's $200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 43342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050-424-7 support in Massachusetts or call one 877 8 hope NY or text Hope NY in New York.